a house that everybody is used to, the parents and everyone in the house, always look at everything and everyone. From a cook, a look of a positive outlook. Every person, whoever they come up to discuss at the Shabbos table, they always have a nice word to say about them. Wow, he's such a nice person, and the Rav is such a good Rav, and the neighbors are such good neighbors. Oh, this organization such a good organization. And they're always speaking positive. And they're always talking about the positive in each part. Listen what happens. That influences on the children. But in an indirect way, Hashpa Yesera, an incredible Hashpa influence, Lirtzais Rakasatoiv, to desire and want to be good. Now listen to what he's saying very carefully. It's a huge Chiddush. I thought he would say, if you're going to always talk positive, they'll also talk positive. He says, no. When you always talk positive about the world and about all kinds of people, they will want to behave and be a part of that society that, you, that, that they grew up admiring. Life is great. The rabbi is wonderful. The people, the neighbors are great. This organization is great. Wow, chash of person, nice person. The kid grows up healthy and says, I want to behave. I want to be good. But listen what happens. L'umazos. Bias in a home. Shehamabot shalhahayrim. That the cook, the outlook of the parents, who be ikare shlili, is generally speaking negative. Every time they talk about anybody, it's always a negative thing. The chulshaysav and his weakness. In every single person, they always pull out the chasreinus. They say, oh, that guy, the organization, he just means himself. This guy, oh, you know what he's doing? He's a Balgaiva. This organization, eh, I don't really think they do. Negativity. They are mylid. They, they, poor kids. They put into their children. Natiya, a Natiya. Natiya Shlilis. Lachshay Veliris Rakra. The first step is, they're always going to see negative. It instills negative character traits to always be negative and critical in the world. But it gets even worse than that. The Imkalbane Adam Rayim, and if everybody out there, the Atzala guy is bad, and that Rav is bad, and the other Rav is bad, and the Chesidus is bad, and this Rav is bad, and everything is bad, Imkalbane Adam Rayim, Harizebateva, Shegamahim Yirtsu Liyais Rayim. It's a chiddush to me. I would say, well, we spoke negative about everybody. You're probably going to want to be good like me, be normal like me. No. He says everybody's bad, he's going to end up wanting to be bad. Interesting. Interesting. So it destroys the kids. Now let's think about it. What he's saying is, some people, they speak negatively, but they think they're doing it L'Shem Shemayim. The kids don't know that. The kids don't know that these two people are having a fight L'Shem Shemayim. They don't know that this Rebbe is more Chashiv and this Rebbe is a whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the kids are growing up in negativity. He's telling you that that's going to create poison. It's an atmosphere which creates mamish, uh, an infection in the children. That they're not going to, first of all, they're not going to hop and remember, oh, this guy was good and this guy was bad. They're going to look at everything as negative. They're going to look at you parents as negative. Whatever you give the kids, it's never going to be good enough. People are worried about spoiling their kids. They're getting it wrong. 
Spoiling the kids is because if we're gonna, they're always going to want a lot. You know why they want a lot? Because they don't appreciate what they have. You know why they don't appreciate what they have? Could be because you're always, you put into their mouth a, a, a bitter taste about everything. Because if you're not happy with what God gave you, and you're always complaining about everything and everyone in every way, then whatever they get is also never going to be good enough. And not only are they going to turn on the world, they're going to turn on you. So you're actually creating that they're not going to appreciate you because when they were three and five and seven and nine and ten, you put them in an atmosphere where everything is not good enough. Oh, yeah, so Bobby brought it over. She just wants attention. Always finding a negative way will not only cause the kids to be negative to everyone, it'll cause them to be negative to you and it'll cause them to want to be bad. That's a tremendous chiddush psychologically. I'm really struggling to understand what the Nesiva Shalom says. It's going to make being bad attractive to them. The whole world is bad anyway. And therefore, why should I even bother being good? And at the end, that's a very, very big damage. The chayim b'bayis, shemedabim baharotza al elu, shematzlichim lasos chayim, in a house where they speak with admiration and almost jealousy about people who are living it up and they have a good time, or shiyesh lehem harbikesim, where they have a lot of money, harsim bazed, they destroy us, nefesh ha'yiladim. They destroy the soul of the children. Even if also we talk about Ahavas Taira, but the kids say, but you know what my parents really appreciate? You know what they really look up to? That guy. So if you walk in and you have that like sparkles in your eyes and you say, whoa, did you see that, that guy's new car? Did you see that new house? They know right away from that sparkle that that's really what you look up to and what you admire. To a five-year-old, a ten-year-old, to young kids, what gets imbued in them is not what you talk about. It's what, what turns you on, what makes you happy and, and look up to. And that's how, they, that's how they perceive it. So you can have a very from family learning in Kailu. And they can be mamish talking at the Shabbos table and everything is, you know, from, 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 from. The father can come in and the kid sees that smile that admiration that he has for the Gvir, the kid thinks, when I get older, I want to be a Gvir. They see the sparkle in your eye of what you really appreciate in your life. Because you give such an attitude, such, such value to those people that are living it up and going on vacation, it's absorbed into their own nature. It's not a decision that they make. It's just a part of who they are. He's going to grow up. He's going to want to party. You're going to say, I don't understand. Why do you want to go have a good time? Why are you, why are you so magushim? You know why? Because when he was a kid, you brought in that atmosphere into your life. Therefore, it's crucial, it's critical that the children see how important it is for the parents to host Oivdei Hashem. Because when Chash of a person comes, a Tamil Chacham comes, and you serve him and you bring him in, it shows to the kid more than all of your speeches who you look up to. Right? What, you, what you look up to as, wow, this is, look who's coming, big tzaddik is coming. That's a real impression. He says that's why when you have the opportunity to bring, to host Chash of a people, it, the impression on the children is huge. If you do all of this, you don't have to say anything. Right? Another example is, and, and listen how Adel is talking about the atmosphere that the kids pick up on everything. So an example I think is artwork. 
There are families that they have artwork on their walls. Now the kid knows you spent a lot of money, you spent a lot of time, you put this on your walls. What are you putting up on your walls? You're putting up things that you look up to. So what is it that you look up to? I went this Shabbos, and I went to someone's house. I walked into a house. I walked about 20 minutes. I had some, someone to visit there. I went in. I said, wow, what a Tayyidika house. Wall to wall, G'daylum. Everything, paintings, pictures, the whole thing was, the whole house. I didn't see any other artwork besides G'daylum. There's no question that the kids in that house, they have K'nai or 13 of them, right? Those kids are growing up. They know what's important to Mami and Tati. That's the Rebbe. That's the Rosh Hashiva. That's, that's what you look up to. Think about it. If you put up other artwork, you're showing them. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, I'm not anti-artwork. But it's the impression of the children. They know what you look up to. They know what's important to you. If you say, no, no, no pictures of rabbis in the house. And, and you know, that, that goes in the study or in the basement. But in the dining room, we need a big whatever, whatever. Then they know that. They understand that to you, the rabbi doesn't belong in the dining room. That's not your, the person that you're looking up to. And here's really the Chiddush of what he said. Go back and think about everything he just said. The setup, the canvas, the tchunas hanafesh of the parents, the sviva. This is before we even, we didn't even open our mouth yet. And think about the difference between a child growing up with everything done right to give them a chance and things that are not done right. And of course we're going to have more chinuch problems. Very important is that sviva, the environment with it, with a child, is is in, is growing up in such an environment. In his sviva dasis, if it's an authentically from atmosphere, and if it's together with morally refined people who have these beautiful character traits, and how are the friends? The natural thing is for parents, for people, to be nimshach. To be drawn. To be drawn. To be influenced. To be drawn and influenced after his chaverim. Those things are all very, very important. Uviyamenu, he wrote this over 30 years ago. Books. If the child reads Svarim Sulim, that has mixed in or vulgar material, that will create a terrible thing, like be mortally wounded from being exposed to these things. What, what in the, the world would he say about today, today about how, how careful, careful we, need we need to be, to be about, about what our what kids our are exposed to? 30 years, years ago, it was books. books. Taka, Taka books had Kfira, books had other things in it. Today, today we have to be so, so, so careful that our kids are not exposed to all these things. It's difficult to find a medicine, a treatment against that exposure. The Indians have the my brothers, my friends, have abundance on yourselves and on your homes. And don't let your families get burned in the fire, which is difficult to extinguish. If not for extinguishing in an ocean of tears and shuva, 
on the loss of your soul and the soul of your children. And really, that's what we have to think, have to think about. about. And I'm, I'm surprised, in regular clinic, a lot of families find out afterwards that they had computers at home without filters, or they have phones without filters on. It's the craziest thing in the world. And some parents will fight with me, and they'll say, no, my kid is not going to... Say, first of all, what's the downside? What's the downside? Well, why are you fighting it? There shouldn't be any kalim that the kid, a regular kid, there are so many stories of kids that weren't even looking for schmutz. They just went on and they happened to press something and they, there are a lot of bad websites that are similar to good websites and they plugged in the wrong thing and they end up getting a trauma of watching things that you shouldn't see ever or at least shouldn't even know about or think about until you're an adult. And the parents afterwards realize, wow, we didn't put a filter on it. It's like, mamish the craziest thing. They put a gun in the kid's hand. I'm not talking about teenagers where they're fighting with you. I'm talking about regular chenoch. We have to be so careful. There shouldn't be any access to anything. You should know that the PS3s and a lot of these games, they have open internet on them. And the kids know how to get go ahead and do that. you got to hire somebody, a genius, to come in. And just like we wouldn't have any, um, let's say, nuclear things floating in the air. We wouldn't want our kids to get any poison, lead poisoning. We would do testing. We have to make sure that our kids are not exposed to any of these things because it has a terrible, terrible effect. A lot of people, they give their kids things and they say, no, but he won't. And again, it's just such mishigas. Yes, he will. No one's an angel. Kids are curious, boys and girls. And once they see things, it enters their mind. They can't stop thinking about it, and they can get drawn into stuff years before they were ready to do it. It's almost like Nebuch being molested by an adult. They can be molested by things that they see. And they don't want it. They didn't ask for it. But after it's already there, you know, so parents, some parents will let the kids watch Netflix or Hulu or something, but they don't realize that when you, when you go outside... They can put in other stuff that's on there. We have to be super, super careful to make sure they don't have any access to anything. Again, I'm not talking about trauma and kids off the derech that we have to deal with it and they're just going to get another device. I'm talking about healthy, innocent kids that we're bringing up that we have to be super, super careful that the hashpa is very, very pure and beautiful. Okay, that's end of chapter two.